0: and welcome to this game where with me ashley
1: and me chris hello everyone
0: yeah you can do your own work this week yeah
1: what's that after mean?
0: that yeah i will, i'm not going to do your introduction for you where did you what did you do for me last week did you did you reverse it or something nonsensical
1: i said your name was ashley i uh, said so that ashley over there is ashley or something i, was I didn't like it a, i was channelling a dj on a local radio station.
2: Mm.
0: I to be honest, that's kind of my thinking behind my uh the way that I do the introduction. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it works. We're 180 episodes in or thereabouts, so I'm not sure if it works. But there this we is, go.
1: This is one eight zero a multiple ten. Is it Angela really? I, did I get it right? Yeah. Fuck.
0: Nice. Well done, me. Yeah. Well, what a what a way to celebrate our 180. one eighty. Oh, one what are you ready? Are you ready? What? 180!
1: There we go. It's the only number you a. think of. only phrase you think of. Or a uh, straight line. 180 degrees. A long road. I don't know. The fact that your brain's gone to a long road, just like stretching off in front of you, just a long, empty road, that uh, says a behind lot. Behind us.
0: To... It's behind us, which in, in fairness is a good thing, isn't it? Yeah. But... And what's... It's, a, it's been a long road. And in front of us, is, is it fun, fun, fun? What's that song called? It's It's been a long road. I can't... I don't want to sing it. It's got like a weird, like, yeah. Brian Adams sort of singer. Cross-peer what royalties. Getting, sing getting, getting from A to B. It's been a long road. Re- I'm going to lyric it. I'm going to find out the lyrics. i know. Genius. It's. I think it's on like a... I think it's I on want, like a tally program in. or something. Is it... Oh, I think it's a Star Trek oh
1: it's a star Trek.
0: yeah i think it is i think it might be a star treks
1: right okay yeah we, we certainly can't yeah it is to, it is it's it's star,
0: trek's star trek. trek one okay i'm sending it yeah it's right, really well, like it's quite I'm not, cheesy poppy wa- brian adams-ish sort of thing star trek enterprise apparently star trek enterprise
1: what even is that Right, this is this is great. We've we've gone we've gone off on many <laughs> tangents about a road.
0: What is, but what is Star Trek Enterprise? Because I, I, there was the Enterprise it's the biggie, isn't it? It's the I, I don't know. Who's Russell Watson?
1: He's a. <laughs> I feel like he's famous. He's a tenor, isn't he? Or is is it, he a sort of opera singer?
0: Yeah. Oh well, guess who sings that song for Star Trek's Russell Watson. It's russell watson it's
1: Russell watson
0: coincidence might come up in this game
1: really russell the old Watson. Watso
0: might. Might. really really he might you never know Is andrea Bocelli today mm, uh, it depends on your depends on your um interpretation have I done a
1: bad what do you mean if i done a bad because you were taking a little cheeky sip of your Dr Pepper while you said that, <laughs> with, a, with a, a wry smile playing across your face.
0: Well, I I'd say any game's a Mario game if you think about it in the right way, right?
1: <sighs> what have you done? What have you done?
0: I haven't done anything. You're just you're just assuming that I've done something, which
1: well, I'm I'm assuming you're. I knew a wise
0: well... old man who used to say something about assuming. Well, a wise old man.
1: What what I'm hoping is that you're fitting the framework of sonic you didn't and mario, take the fin- bait and, and you're finishing you're finishing listen off to this everyone go on keep going and you're finishing off by doing a mario game because i've done a mario and sonic you've done a sonic so therefore by proxy you've got to do a mario
0: can everyone hear the passive aggressiveness that when we're off mic turns into <laughs> aggressiveness can everyone hear that yeah you should hear him off mic it's scary
1: i've just there's a there's a format it's it's a format oh, the format point we've got to stick with uh, it
0: oh there it is there it is a little bit of a swear in his eyes everybody you blaze. can see him now a blaze absolutely a blaze like he's gonna set me on fire
1: what is it then come on what what the game yes please
0: hmm, i've uh i've brought this week uh this game where you go on holiday only to then be roped into doing menial labor for the city
1: Oh, it's um, Mario Sunshine, isn't it?
0: Yeah. So what's your problem, mate? You're kicking off for no reason. No problem It's got at it all. in its
1: name. It's yeah. got it in its name. What but some choice. people
0: might argue that it's not a Mario game or something. I don't know.
1: Who would argue it's not a Mario game? Clues the name. Oh,
0: some idiot on the internet, right? Lots of people do weird things on the
1: internet, right? Who's saying it's not a Mario game? It clearly is. Probably someone. Right, so you just made that up then.
0: That's what this podcast. Every all of the podcasts are just me making things up, or you making things up, aren't they? Uh, We
1: don't.
0: We don't write scripts. This is just us talking. Yep. Yeah.
1: So what's the? I don't understand. Is it because do people say that because you're not necessarily doing just 3D platforming, jumping, and that you've got to do a bit cleaning as well?
0: Let me stop being uh, a silly Billy for for a minute, like. what I'm kind of alluding to there is that this game seems to have a a, a, quite a bad reputation and the more I've looked into it the weirder that seems and it always seemed a bit weird to me I was quite excited about this uh, when it came out and when I got it I was just as excited and I enjoy it I really like it I like the tone I like I like the world that it takes place in I like the mechanics and the and the the stages i at least i think so i haven't played it for a fair while you've played it more recently than i have so that's what i'm kind of alluding to i'm alluding to the notion that maybe don't maybe people don't say that it's a not a mario game but certainly people do say it's a bad mario game which in and of itself could make it not a mario game because all all mario games are pretty good aren't they except new super mario brothers Mm,
1: that's the caveat
0: that is the caveat. I don't think Super Mario Sunshine necessarily is part of that caveat.
1: Okay. What do you think? Well, so I played it for the first time when it came out on Mario 3D All-Stars in 2019. 20- yeah. That came out?
2: 2020. Mm.
1: There, there it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And that was the first time I played it, um, having never played a GameCube, never owned a GameCube. And I played it for a couple of hours and thought it was alright and haven't (laughs) gone back to it since i got i went back to galaxy and got stuck right into that because i knew that was a solid gold classic mara sunshine it felt a bit jarring the i didn't i don't think i got that far into it enough to go down the particularly the the whole cleaning route i think i had a couple of levels where i had to do that but it's the, the thing i i reacted to quite oddly or found quite strange about it. it was the whole opening sequence where mario then goes into a prison cell and then there's this courtroom scene with one of the people on the islands the the sort of butternut squash type palm tree type piantas thank you uh well there's one that's a judge and then he sentences mario to... i found all that such, such a strange start to a mario game
0: they're all strange though like all mario games are a little bit strange and super mario 64 which was the game before this uh it is kind of one of the most rote ones like one of the most sensible three at least when we're talking about 3d uh mario games it it's one of the most straightforward the thing also to remember is this is only and this blew my mind in a weird way just having it said even though it was very obvious once it was said but this is the second 3d mario game so it was super mario 64 and then this and that feels very odd to me because it feels like i think it's partly because super mario 64 did such a good job of setting the agenda that it just felt like it was always that way yeah and the truth is that actually i think it it started with super mario 64 which did things in a fairly sort of straightforward way and then everything after that has been a bit kooky and strange a little bit off kilter in one way or another mm. and it started here
1: yeah because it's not it's not a rote 3d mario platformer is it and i guess galaxy mm. then got it's the whole anti-gravity and then exactly. obviously it was all the the cap mechanics and turning into things yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah so the only the only really straight laced uh super mario six, uh, super mario 3d game is i think Super Mario 64 and even that's a little bit zany
1: yeah like the whole warping into paintings and then like talking mm. to things that are animated and that has been animated and are talking to you and yeah it's a bit weird isn't it really it's all a bit weird
0: so um yeah I'm not I'm not sure how I think I think what maybe you are responding to is real li- real life uh scenarios being injected into super mario uh because that's not necessarily what you've had before however super mario bros the movie did have that in some in some fashion and that was overseen by nintendo so i don't know if this was altogether a, a surprise
1: i think it's the the fact that it's just the the, the justice system appearing in, in a nintendo game well, yeah and a mario game because you got eight attorney there but it, it i don't know
0: and mario being uh the I suppose, the victim, the, un- the unwitting victim of the justice system. And, yeah, it is a, it is a, a little bit strange uh, mm-hmm. in in some ways. Also, the notion that he's on holiday, I think, was a bit of a strange one for me. He's gone on holiday. That's a bit weird. <laughs> I'm going to go on holiday. <laughs> he's yeah. a plumber. I've always known he's a plumber. He's always on hero's duty. Um, and, yeah, he's gone on holiday. That's He's flying into Isla Delfina.
1: That's how um, Luigi Mansion 3 starts as well, as they're all going off on holiday to this mansion, to, mm. the, to the hotel, and then it all kicks off from there.
0: I was thought it was an award do ceremony. Work. It doesn't seem to go very well when they do go on holiday, does it? No. Yeah, I mean, um, Super Mario Sunshine, therefore, then, as you've alluded to, takes place on a tropical island called Isle Delfino, or Isla Delfino, Isle, Isle Delfino or Dolphino Isle, one of the two, one of the three, one of the five. I don't know how many I said there. Um, and it is Mario Goes on Holiday with Princess Peach. I think Toad's there as well. They It starts off, they're flying into the airport, um, and the runway's been overtaken by all this weird, painty, goopy stuff. Goo. And is that what it's called?
1: Now nah, that's what I would call that. That's house. what
0: you've been calling it. Yeah. Um. I it kind of is painty to me. Like it looks like paint, and it also meant that when I saw Splatoon for the first time, when that was shown off for the first time, my mind immediately went back to Super Mario Sunshine. I felt like there were some clear um, links there mm-hmm. uh, between the two, between the two, um, especially just the way it lays on the floor and the and and how how thick. How viscous it seemed. The, yeah, you've got, the, you the got a real
1: sense of the depth to to the 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 slime and stickiness. This, the, the goo, mm. like, like very tangible.
0: Yeah. Um, so they fly in. Uh, this thing happens to the runway where it all gets painted up, and Mario gets blamed. The reason Mario gets blamed is because there's this weird shadow Mario running around with a paintbrush, tarring, uh, well, not tarring, painting up weird splodges all over the place, and that's causing... All kinds of havoc on this island. Um, Mario's penance for doing these things is to clean up after his own mess. And in the midst of doing that. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of when I came up with menial labor, community service. Um, In the midst of doing that, uh, he unravels the mystery, I guess, of of this shadow Mario. Uh, Turns out to be Bowser Jr. causing havoc. First appearance by him. In a is it? in a Mario game,
1: yeah, right. In three D world, I don't world, know why I thought he's... he
0: preexisted this,
1: but I did. In three D world, when you you have the second player controlling him, he has a paintbrush, and he that... goes right, an
0: allusion to this.
1: Yeah, right. I did. I'd never joined the dots four because I'd, I'd not got thrown enough into the game to know that it was Bowser Jr. behind the whole shebang.
0: My apologies for for the spoiler, yeah, it, but it's
1: fine. It's fine um
0: so yeah this released in 2002 uh that is kind of the the gist of of what what the storyline of this game is it's a bit more story than we maybe are used to having in a in a mario game at this point as well uh so that's the that's where that started in a way um as i said it's the second 3d mario game um though actually potentially it's not necessarily the second that has been devised by nintendo because i don't know if you remember in the, in the period between Mario 64 and um, and this actually coming out, certainly in the run-up to the GameCube coming out, uh, there was allusions to Super Mario 128. Yeah. Remember that? So that was an actual game that was being devised, of being considered and conceptualised. And it went under two names. One was Super Mario 64 2, and neither one was Super Mario 128. Uh, there was a demo at i think e3 where 128 marios ran around on something uh, on the surface
1: on, it was on a planetoid, and, and then and then that concept that then became
0: then... super mario galaxy yeah correct um so and i i from my understanding is that 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 whole concept all the co- all the work that went into mario 128 then spun off into various different ideas such as super mario galaxy also some of that came into super mario sunshine um what that was specifically, though, I don't know. But right. uh, yeah, that 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 work wasn't wasted. It does mean, though, that even though this is our second 3D Mario game, the public second 3D Mario game, yes, m- may well be actually the third or fourth to be, uh, to be concept conceived uh, mm-hmm. in behind the scenes at Mario uh, at Mario Land. I was going to say, uh, but at Nintendo. Um, it was also. Yoshiaki Kozumi's first directorial uh, role so he had been working on uh, Zelda and Mario for all intents and purposes uh, for the best part of a decade in fact just over a decade I think I think he started around 1990-1991 uh, with Link to the Past um, and this was where he was sort of allowed to take the lead and and I think he devised the notion of using uh the water pump mechanic, which we'll talk a little bit about in a, in a moment.
1: Mm -hmm. So it it was the the first game done by someone other than Shigeru Miyamoto then?
0: Uh, That, I mean, that's, that feels like something that I could get wrong. I don't know if it is the first game that Shigeru Miyamoto didn't do. However, it is the first game that Koizumi did do as a director he right. worked on super mario 128 as a director uh is is the other thing that I should probably say here but uh prior to that he'd taken l- sort of uh less senior roles and from here on out he takes very uh sort of forward uh leadership roles
1: yeah well, well especially the the fact that the the whole backpack thing that that was his idea because that does become the yeah. the main thrust of the game really doesn't it
0: yeah he goes on i don't know if you're familiar with Koizumi but he goes on to uh, assistant direct on Wind Waker he directed did story for and uh, I think designed for Super Mario Galaxy and worked production across multiple Super Mario uh, games after that nice. um, so he's he's a he's a big boy you know he's he's a he's a honcho if not the head honcho certainly here is the he's the head honcho Cool. I don't know what honcho means. I hope that it's clean.
1: Uh, I've said it quite
0: a few times just there. Big cheese. Yeah. Um, but it was quite a big thing. It was quite a big thing for him to take the lead on this, um, having sort of worked his way up the ranks. So, yeah. Um, it does, as, as I've just said, it uses this uh, me- uh, mechanical water gun type thing, and that's called the Flood.
1: Flood, which stands it's, for something really tenuous, in the same way as like TARDIS, like they, I, I can, yeah. I assume, but I don't know for sure that it always stank of you know. I was called the TARDIS. Let's let's retroactively think of something yeah. that, that TARDIS maybe stands for. Uh, flood always felt the same to me. I think it probably
0: is that. I didn't. I I think if you'd done this, you would have made sure that you knew what Flood stood for. I absolutely I would. Oh, I, I
1: okay.
0: did not. I did not go and find that out because. As you've just rightly pointed out, it is pointless. It is it is unnecessary, even yep. in the context of the game. Why would I tell people what that stands for in a podcast? Exactly. Yeah, if you um, want to find it, that, go, go Google it. What it, it is, though, what um, this thing is... Myself,
1: I'm going to stop. Carry on.
0: You can Google it in like 10 minutes or something when we're finished. Um, What it is, is a backpack that you can shoot water out of in various different ways. So you can shoot it forwards or you can shoot it underneath you. If you shoot it forwards, um, you can use it for cleaning up the aforementioned messes that have been left by Bowser Jr. uh, that come in the form of paint for the most part. Um, If you shoot it underneath you, you can use it to hover. So it's like a little little jetpack, underpowered jetpack. Um, later on in the game, you do get other nozzles for it. There is I'll a turbo nozzle that uh, allows you to go super fast. And then a rocket nozzle. I don't remember the rocket nozzle. Apparently, it allows you to shoot yourself very high up. But what I do seem to think nice. I remember... In fact, I do remember there is a there is a boss battle against Bowser Jr. that takes place on a roller coaster. And you have rockets on your uh, forward-facing nozzle. And you have to shoot the rockets at Bowser Jr so right when i think rocket nozzle that's what i think apparently a rocket nozzle exists where you get to sort of shoot up into the air
1: hmm.
0: unbeknownst to me right so okay as you've just heard there is like a locomotive um aspect to the to having this uh jet uh, this backpack it, it helps you to to move around the world in in quite a different way i think to the way that people were used to moving around in super mario 64 and actually potentially also different to the way that you might be used to moving around in games after this so super mario galaxy and galaxy 2 uh, the 3d land and 3d world games and also odyssey all have their different movement sets they are all very different to super mario sunshine because of the in- inclusion of the of the water
1: pack the flood stuff i remember you can use it to kind of almost glide and, and, and go across levels but it's very sedate when you do that and you have also got this, this the meter that comes up so you've only got a finite amount of gliding or, or use of the path before you have to go and yeah bob, bob about in some water to refill it
0: correct that's right uh when you say sedate it's it's it doesn't have it doesn't have much oomph behind it is, is what i think you mean so yeah you, so- you, you travel quite slowly forwards yes. as you yeah. as you hover that's correct too it, it allows you though to get over spaces gaps that you wouldn't necessarily have been able to get if you just jumped and it's the the speed at which it's never fast but the speed at which you hover is impacted by your forward movement when before you actually press the buttons to hover so right. if you do it in a standing a, a standstill you'll just hover in place if you are moving at full pelt you'll move faster forwards than if you were moving at half speed um so that's something to bear in mind when you actually play
1: the first level i remember playing through when i did play this a few years ago was does the same kind of thing that mario 64 does where you go into the level multiple times and have different objectives each time and you'll yes it does um, explore the level in different ways as a result of that and i think it was about my the third time i remember getting cause it, the first levels like is it windmills and there's like it's Mm. almost like dutch yep. or something and i remember getting up quite high the third time i went into level and like being quite amazed at how i was viewing the level and understanding the level in a way the third time round that the first time i was it was all very ground-based and i quite liked that the yeah. way that you're uh, unlocking different aspects within the, in the level and, and seeing it in different ways
0: yeah i mean that's an interesting uh sort of insight into the progression of of this game and one of the things that I I think people maybe found a little bit less and en- enjoyable than its predecessor Super Mario Sixty Four is that it it progresses in quite a rigid way. So in Super Mario Sixty Four, you could go into a stage and do the first star, um, and then go back into the stage and accidentally find yourself doing the fifth star or the third yeah. star. It didn't have to be the second one, and you could also go into a stage, choose the second star, and end up coming out with a fifth star. So there was a there was a degree of freedom that is then uh, picked up again, I think, in Super Mario Odyssey, where it's literally a free-for-all. You can do whatever you want in whatever order you want by accident yep. or on purpose. That was seeded in Super Mario 64. It was then sort of walked away from for, for Super Mario Sunshine and things were it was generally the case that if you chose uh, Star 1, you the things that you could do in that, in that stage were dictated by having chosen star one you wouldn't be able to go and accidentally find star two or star three from from memory i can only i can only really remember this in the context of that first stage with the windmills so i can't remember again which star was which but certainly the stage is set up differently depending on which star you've chosen and there is a pt piranha uh boss fight in there which only exists you can only actually go and find pt the 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 boss fight for that stage if you've chosen the one that's like showdown with peter piranha so it kind of makes sense in so much as they were trying to deliver different versions of the same stage depending on which star you chose it, it kind of makes sense that they locked things away mm, but i can also understand why people wouldn't have liked that
1: different missions within the same stage and then the the stage having to change according to that so that the whole game becomes a series of missions instead of a series of of spaces to explore
0: yeah so that's a really good way to capture it but also i think you've inherently hit upon why people wouldn't like that and certainly people like yourself and, and myself i i really really like odyssey because it's this big space to explore that's also got these little challenges inside inside it it's a it's a puzzle box and a sandbox at the same time mm. whereas this one was um it, it was very mission-based it was very it was very linear
1: in in how it delivered its material and,
0: that's, and I can again, see why people would jump, bounce off that I can see that
1: and that again ties into this idea of that I've got in my head of it being quite sedate because you're going in right this is the one thing I'm focusing on at this point so there's no there's no not, there's no novelty but there's no it's it's this is what i'm doing that is that there's no deviation from that path
0: to some extent i think i so again i thought that so there's the blue coins you can go in and you can find these blue coins and that's one of the stars i always thought that you could collect those at any time if you found them like you have to you have to do something like trigger a switch and that then lights up the blue coins and they're on a time you got to go collect them in the time i Fantastic. thought that you could just do that uh, uh, regardless but apparently from what i understand and tying it back into what i do remember there is this rigidity and maybe it's not the case that you can do those blue stars at any time because of that rigidity i i keep sort of suggesting that maybe this game's not well liked and to me that's a strange one the reason is for that for me feeling that that's strange is twofold and it's because when this game was shown off i was like starry-eyed at at the notion of being able to play this and really really looking forward to it I thought it looked fantastic and also when I got it I really enjoyed it not to completion but enjoyed it nonetheless and also when you look at how it was received critically it it is it is well regarded like it's got nines and tens across the board It's, it's very rare that you see anybody give it give it a, a low score or even a middling score it's all very sort of glowing um praise with some some niggles and those niggles tend to be that the camera is a little bit janky, which is not i i think from what i remember that is probably true but it's it's not unworkable and it's also kind of not a surprise again if we're still in that period of of transition yeah. uh, where these things haven't been nailed down to the extent that they have now um it's also and i totally forget this and you probably have this more fresh in your mind apparently some of the characters have full voice acting like it's fully voice acted is that right
1: i don't remember
0: okay so i've forgotten that too i don't remember if there's four but apparently there is now i don't know if that uh extends to mario or if it's like toad and peach and the Piantas all having a, a chat but apparently bowser is I don't know, possibly bowser jr is uh is fully voice acted as well right Um, and people didn't like this whole full voice acting which is interesting because that's also now something that games a lot of the time especially nintendo games get like a bit of a a bit of a smack for like if they haven't got extensive voice acting in place they get a bit of a slap wrist
1: if you go back to 2002 the idea of voice acting in games, it was it was a novelty and it was new. I think Final Fantasy X, that was one of the things that uh-huh, it was um, uh-huh. not not sold necessarily, but it was the fact that they had voice acting in. And then when I played Final Fantasy it does have voice acting in, but not consistently. And I was a bit disappointed by that. And then, retro, you know, thinking about <laughs> why, why, why would I have been? Like, it doesn't actually matter. It doesn't matter at all. I think going back to what you said there about the way people receive this, I, thinking back to last week, is, is it because this one's like a bit of a a cult one a bit like Sonic CD because it does something a bit different like it isn't just a like an Odyssey you've talked about being a sandbox puzzle box which I completely agree with but it's still inherently a Mario game this is a Mario game with these weird water-based mechanics and and you're hovering about and because of that has it maybe got a bit of a a cult status around it
0: I think it it, inevitably you could you could make the that case simply because the GameCube sold less well than other consoles have since and and potentially before although the nintendo 64 didn't sell amazingly well and super mario 64 still has that s- sort of um mainstream prime time big big boy uh big boy in the playground um status yeah whereas mario sunshine yeah i don't know whether i, th- I don't know if you're sort of chicken and egging it here in terms of where the cause and effect actually lies or where that line actually lies i do seem to remember so it came out in 2002 i probably got it in about 2005 and i certainly do remember people so you've got this other thing about gamecube especially the gamecube for some reason being seen by people of my sort of age as the as a child's console as a baby's console or whatever which is uh still an absurd um notion which i hope those you know people i heard it from i hope they've grown up enough to to understand how that's absurd um and i think it was it 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 was certainly the 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 voices i was hearing be critical of this game it was maybe tied up with that thing that Mm. there were these teenage boys largely who were finding it hard to look past the uh the way a thing looks, and also their potential, potentially their um, sort of their childhood um, being tied up and wrapped up with with Mario or or with games um, of a certain kind, certainly platformers, colourful character platformers, and not being able to rid it of those attachments, and therefore then comparing it to your 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 big boy games and going, well, that's yeah. not that's not a real game, that's not a very good game, um but I, I don't I don't know so it was camera voice acting and also difficulty like people said this game was difficult and I don't again know if that might have played a part in my stopping playing it maybe there was a yeah. degree of of um, a frustration that crept into my playing it I, I honestly can't remember if that was the case um so so maybe there are some legitimate gripes about it I just don't necessarily understand how we've moved from what was glowing praise for the most part with those three uh Mm. exceptions being minor issues for people i don't know how we've moved from what was a very glowing um critical response critical reception to this largely like people going oh sunshine was a pile of shit (laughs) which seems to be a bit of at least part of the narrative uh of the game at at this point we're not going to be able to unravel that on no on this episode but it's just an interesting thing it also does i as i've been thinking about it this week it also just kind of ring some of the same bells as new super mario brothers in the way that that's kind of aged because there was a degree of uh, like critical uh, of praise there when that released so you, you said something along the lines of it was it was said that it was a like a a reinvention of of mario 2d mario and it was a breath of fresh air and it was the future of it all and now it's seen as oh my god how did we ever how how did they possibly take such a misstep for so long Mm. um maybe there's something of that to super mario sunshine like it just wasn't i also just think it wasn't what people wanted i don't know what people wanted maybe just more of super mario 64 they wanted mario 128 yeah. Um, and what they got was something that was a sidestep, complete sidestep, um, and and delivered a totally different feel um, of game. So I'm kind of interested to see how I feel about it now, because I certainly remember enjoying it.
1: Okay. Are you going to jump in from the start? Are you, have you got a save you're going to load up?
0: Um, I honestly don't know what I'm going to find when I load it up. So um, right. I don't know Kay. if there'll be saves that I can pick up up. On, but I th- I think if I do find a save, then I I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in on that's my plan. then
1: from wherever I, I got go to last last time I played it. Right, should we go? Cool. Give it a whirl Let's then. Go.
0: What a way to round off our, our uh, adventure in Mario and Sonic uh, with an actually good game. Yeah,
1: what a revelation.
0: I mean, we did start with Mario Odyssey, didn't we? So Wonder. It, was, it was kind of... Sorry, Mario Wonder, yeah, which is good. I mean, Mario Odyssey would have been a good start too. Um, it's a bit of a shit sandwich, isn't it?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, no. It's, no,
0: no, no. We've CD managed was, this was perfectly. Good. No, it wasn't. It was bad. Right, move on, move on. It's diff- different. It was, it was bad. I, even you said it was bad. I can't remember what you said on uh, on poopy on the mic, but no, yeah, yeah. you anyway. definitely did say poopy.
1: Uh, Bit of a China shit sandwich. sandwich. It's it's one of those games where we have played it, and I'm just going to be thinking, I want to keep playing that. Yeah, it really.
0: I don't, I don't know if because it's a newer version um, that we've got. I don't know whether they did go in and. And tinker with the controls or or anything, but the camera actually seemed fine to me. Mm. It was inverted, which I think was standard for Mario games at the time. But other than that, it was it was good.
1: Yeah, yeah. Controlled it's, really it, nicely. Oh, the, had, the controls had a were really amazing. Nice Move set. I was jumping around all over the place. Mario just instantly like just felt so easy to to control and, and comfortable and, and fluid and and well and yeah. Pun not intended because obviously water is it's based around everything but everything about the game feels so fluid like the camera is fluid like mara's moveset is fluid everything just feels so smooth and, and tangible and it just fits together so well
0: yeah i kind of again assuming and and maybe it is something that we shouldn't assume but assuming that the because we've got the the newer version uh the 3 does re re-release type thing I, I don't know if the camera was different In the original and and if they've 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 sorted it out for this but um it it was a huge step up from where we were with super mario 64. it it was a camera that you can actually control well Hmm. and and put it where you wanted it so what the i'd be interested to dig into what the complaints were actually with that uh from from people because i found
1: it to be great Uh, The game looked amazing as well. Really impressed with how it looks like. There was a really lovely bit in the second star that I did today, which is the PT Piranha Battle, where I was on a sail, on a windmill, looking out across Bianco Plaza, the the first main level of the game. And just looking Mm. and just admiring how good it looks. The view I had and I could see everything. And it just, it, it looked really, really nice.
0: It's another GameCube game that I think I... Yeah, it really stands up to having a. It's it's aged very gracefully. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Mm. It's aged really well, graphically, visually, and looks just as lovely now as it did then. Again, obviously, there's been some tidying up probably done, but I don't think they. It was a very light touch uh, re reworking uh, the All Stars. package and i don't think they went in and did anything texture wise i think it was all just sort of um small technical tweaks on the outside so they've they've upscaled it to i think 1080p but it couldn't it could be actually just 720 i can't remember exactly uh but yeah it's not going to have affected the bones of it no what what oh. was there was is is still what was there what is there so yeah it's uh
1: it, it's held up really well and then also the game itself. They've obviously not done anything to tinker with the game. And the game still stands up as a, as a package, as a whole. We looked into it. There's nine levels overall. And we were in Bianco Plaza, did a few levels in Bianco Plaza. And one of the things that both of us commented on that we liked was how mm. the, the, the different it is, that variety that Mario Games Excel at doing. And this has got. So the second one was the P.T. Piranha Battle. But to get to it, there's a bit of, of light platforming. And then the third one you go into, there's some platforming to get to a little bit more complex but then you go into a into a cave and then suddenly Flood's been taken off you so this this gameplay mechanic that you've been trained to this uh, at this point is kind of, this is what the game's going to be about is then taken off you and you're in this, this space, this like um, liminal space where it's it reminded both of us of mario galaxy with uh, floating platforms and everything's been out of, like wood like like a toy set or something and then you're on these platforms going across and it's proper platforming because you haven't got a flood there to to use the backups to do you gliding across you've you've just got mario's jump set and i really enjoyed that like it, the actual the pure platforming side of it but also mm. the fact that it's then different to what i had done previously and different to what i had done before that as well
2: yeah
0: i i i uh, was quite pleased to find that and it does feel like both a it feels like a bridge between Super Mario 64 and Super Mario Sunshine but also a bridge between Super Mario Sunshine and Super Mario Galaxy yeah. which is an interesting um yeah. place to be Yeah, I, mean, right, no, I it thought it makes a lot of sense because it's the
1: game in between the two but yeah.
0: I didn't realize that it was going to be quite as explicit as that
1: no to I the, thought the connections from the first half it was going to be a lot more experimental but you can clearly see the lineage between Mario 64 and Galaxy that this sits between the two and it makes perfect sense that this sits between the two you can absolutely see that yeah it does
0: the the main game feels potentially a little bit if you if you look at the what what we've always maybe assumed or people generally might assume is the direct line from Super Mario 64 to Super Mario Galaxy um it does feel like the main game with Super Mario Sunshine is is a bit of a diversion, um, but you can also see, uh, as we've outlined, the seeds of what comes after and and harking back to what came before. So it makes sense in that regard. But then it does also, I suppose if we are going to say that about those liminal um, elements where it takes blood away, um, if we are going to say that, then it does sort of set up the main game as as that diversion from the path um so maybe maybe there was an element of feeling that and maybe maybe people were missing what they had had and mm-hmm. ha- harking uh for for mm, that's the wrong word um and pining for for what they would eventually get in in super Mario galaxy so i i don't know but regardless i like both this yeah. is the thing I like both, and it, it's impressed me in the short time that we have been playing with it today. I, I'll be honest; I was kind of thinking that I might come into this not liking what I found and thinking that it was coloured by um, circumstance in uh, when I when I got it originally. But the re- the truth is, I've come away from it wanting to play more of it, and yeah. I think you said the same. And that isn't because of the of the side thing the side uh the, the the pureing pure platform elements is because of what the main game was offering whether it's a diversion or not what the main game offers is a really nice quite gentle quite um uh quite i mean it kind of feels like a holiday <laughs> to, it, it is a holiday for mario and it feels uh like one for me too like i felt it's the it's the middle of january right now i kind of felt quite summery playing it which was a really nice feeling to have at this point in in the year
1: i think the music goes somewhere towards that as well the music is Absolutely. very gentle and uh, those, those classic kind of tropical type music it, it's it really sets a sets the tone for the game yes it, it does uh koji kondo is it koji kondo? Uh, yeah the big the big cheese to use that phrase again just while you're checking that, then as so well, just one point, um, Linky. what we've just been talking about the 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 fact it's calling back to Mario sixty four and that bridge between it also, and I didn't know this. You mentioned that it even goes back to before Mario sixty four because Yoshi appears in this game, and you've got different iterations of yes. Yoshi to do different things. I did not know that Yoshi was in Mario Sunshine. So that was quite a nice little, little revelation.
0: Yeah, well, that also feels like fan service, which is one of the reason, like uh, another reason to to be uh, kind of sceptical of well, I don't know, maybe people didn't like the version of Yoshi that they got. But uh one of the things that came off the back of Super Mario Sixty Four was this pining for Yoshi and for for Luigi to some degree as well. And there was this big old rumour that if you got onto the top of the uh castle roof that Yoshi was up there and you could play uh whilst riding Yoshi in Super Mario Sixty four.
1: which are then referenced in Odyssey where Yoshi was on they the did. castle and then you turned into Yoshi. So there you go.
0: Yeah. Which was amazing in and of itself. Um, this game didn't make you collect all, all 800 moons or 120 sprites before it gave you the reward of Yoshi. Yoshi gets introduced fairly early on in the game uh, within a few levels. Like I think, I think, and again, we didn't get to this point, but I think after you beat Bowser Jr., In Pinner Park, which is the, uh.
1: It's that point. No- novelty like yeah, you know, you've done a few yeah. levels using flood and platform okay here's yoshi now as well yoshi's joining the party yeah. and then you just mentioned so, that boss fight you talked about um mm. you described to me in the inter- in, in, in the in the halfway point where there's a mm. boss battle that's set on a roller coaster and you were talking about what impression that made on you and just the concept of that doing a boss battle on a roller coaster that sounds brilliant
0: it's really fun yeah it's really fun and um it introduces a different way to use the the nozzles i think i did say there's a there's a rocket nozzle in the game that allows you to ju- to get really high um but actually also the the when i think of the rocket nozzle because i i don't think i got the rocket nozzle i don't remember it uh if i did uh but the the boss fight against bowser jr has you firing rockets at bowser jr oh, using yes. flood
1: you talked about that in the first half didn't you no it, wasn't yes, did, it yeah. was yes i did yeah the first half Sorry, no it wasn't just was in the first half
0: but it's, it's totally fine um yeah so it's there, there are lots of different ways that they're using flood and I think again it, it kind of given how Odyssey was taken, given that the the constant novelty of that and the the inventiveness of of, um, of Odyssey, how, how everyone enjoyed that, I'm kind of surprised that people didn't enjoy the introduction of this conceit in in sunshine, especially given that, that it's not as it's not as inventive if i'm honest and it's not as fun and and sort of freewheeling as as what you get in odyssey with with the uh hats but i also i i do think that it's a, a reinvention a reconsideration of how a Mario game is maybe and um sets the template sets the bar uh for then odyssey to come and jump way way over but mm. uh to to then to then try and yeah, to then try and riff off,
1: basically. And, and the levels are presented. It, it was noticeable that it's you go in and it's episode one, episode two. So presented as very hmm. separate things. But then you went down a bit of a diversion. Because we talked about in the first half of this whole thing about Mario 64, where it's a playground. You can do what what you want in whatever order you want. And you spotted P.T. Piranha was in, present was in within, within episode one, even though the P.T. Piranha battle was episode two. So were you able At to the get him of within the episode one?
0: Yeah, I was. Right. I So that was a surprise because I always thought... That i i'd read in in sort of pre, uh i'd read in preparing for this episode that it was far more linear and that you weren't able to break uh sequence break in that way and actually uh, the, it made obvious it made all sense in the world to see if i could sequence break those stars because i it shows you pete piranha at the top of the tower so i i went for it i went to see if i could grab the star the sprite of peter piranha and and yeah i i can i did i haven't actually got the first star in bianco hills because of that and i i guess that's the that's the bit the rub that's where it it doesn't kind of make sense because i was presented i'd done everything that i needed to do to get star one in bianco hills they showed me pt piranha this is what's coming uh, next they showed me him in the background um up the tower And then I had to make a conscious choice to disregard the the sprite right in front of me. All I had to do was jump and grab it to then go and and get Peter Piranha, at which point I lost the opportunity to go back and and collect the star that I'd done all the work for in the first place. So it doesn't make sense at all to go after Peter Piranha. You're not going to accidentally happen upon him uh, without doing all of the work to get star one. But you can like if if you want to you can i don't know how how deep that goes for future stages like if you can sequence break the sprites on on other stages or not i've no idea but um you can certainly do it in this one
1: and then the reward for getting peter Pirano at the end of each episode is a shine and obviously the game's called mara sunshine Mm. and shine sprite Shine bright, and then you commented on the fact that Delfino Plaza, the the, the hub world of the, of the game, is very very dark, which obviously doesn't biffit it's tropical island setting, but as you get more and more shines, it gets brighter and brighter, which I quite like the idea of the things you're getting impacting on the game world itself. Yeah, and bringing
0: literal light to, mm. to the world, which is, uh, I mean it seems to have religious overtones, and it's not the first time someone's suggested Mario's comparable to Jesus, but uh, wow maybe they not
1: think we'd end there <laughs>
0: um no me neither to be honest well we're not ending yet i don't think uh but um yeah it, it it lights up the island so there's the there's the shine sprite hub or whatever i can't remember what they call it but there's a big old shine sprite right uh above Dolphino island the the square uh the main square and the more shine sprites you get the more the light that shines from that emanates out across the island. If you run around the outside of the island at the beginning of the game, it's in shadow. And then shortly into the game, once you've got a, a, a number of stars, uh, shine sprites, keep calling them stars, sorry. Um, and once you've got a number of shine sprites, that that light then reaches further and further out across the island, which is, is as you say, just a nice nice
1: touch. And does that light permeating through, does that then enable you to get into the next level? So it's a way of gating off the levels?
0: I don't know, actually. I don't know if it has a specific uh, impact like that. But um, I know that Pinna Park, you, you get fired there on a cannon and you can go and find the cannon, but the person operating the cannon can't fire you off for some reason. I can't remember why. Um, but it is, I, I don't, I my, my gut is that it's not gating off uh stages that way there are other ways that they've gated them off that feel a little bit more contrived well no more contrived i guess actually but uh they there are other ways that they've gated stages off
1: Mm. yeah Ethos
0: just to reiterate really that um I, just how much I enjoyed just moving around like yeah. I think that was that was one of the biggest surprises I was kind of expecting the controls to feel a little bit unpolished a little bit janky com- especially compared to Galaxy and a, even more so compared to Odyssey and yet what I found was a really it felt quite rich and deep joy uh, as a move set and it was it was really enjoyable to to move around the the high jump in this game, yeah, the high isn't jump is brilliant. A, it's not a crouch. So in Super Mario 64, you have to s- stand stationary, stand still, crouch down, and then jump, and you'll do like a backflip, and you'll be able to jump higher. That's the high jump in Super Mario 64. In this, you can be running along, you spin the left stick, and um and then jump immediately after you've done a full spin, and he'll do like this spin jump which then can also be combined with spraying water which but then becomes uh an offensive maneuver uh that can that can hit everything around you and just doing that felt as, as chris has already said the word uh fluid it just felt so fluid and dynamic and um enjoyable to pull off and easy to pull off actually as well so um the game just feels like it's built to make you smile and built to make you feel accomplished I think
1: I liked the the belly dive that you could do that I, I, I'm i sure yeah. there are uses for it in the game but in in mm. Bianco uh, Hills that you sort of you start on a bit of a crest of a hill and then going down the path there's a bit of water so i was running into it and then did a belly mm. dive and then he just slid down on his on his tummy and that was that was lovely lovely well that's exactly it because
0: uh that's the first so bianco hills is the first stage that you go into and the first thing that you're greeted with is a, a water slide, oh, a slide <laughs> and yeah. it's it's begging for you to do that belly belly jump into 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 it so you can slide down it i i'm i i would say ninety-five percent of people will have done that because it just feels like the right thing to do. It's just enjoy it. It's just joy. <laughs> it's like yeah. here, have some fun. <laughs> That's. It's kind of an invitation to that. Um, it, the dive does have some use. It can get you a little bit of extra and a little bit of extra distance on any jumps that you do. Uh, but and also, it the lets the boss you slide down too. a
1: a a water side so and i was using the boss battle to dodge from his attacks as well so i guess it has that use within those situations too yeah
0: yeah yeah i mean there, there are some other things to say but i i think and ending on this game's joyful <laughs> um is probably a good place to, to to stop um port i can't remember the port stage the harbor stage whatever but i got i got onto there and was quite taken aback at but, uh, how big it was so i just wanted to drop that in um and i can imagine that that's probably the case for for other stages too but yeah the game the game's joyful and i
1: would like to play more yep agreed to all of the above
0: yeah i don't understand what people's beef is with it if you if you can explain if you can tell us what the problems are with for people with mario sunshine please let us know in a in a friendly way um, yeah, in front, in front. Yeah, yeah. I, I, more than ever, I'd kind of like someone to explain um, what the problems are. I'm not feeling them.
1: Well, as you said, it's a good way to finish Marathon Month on a on a definite high. So uh, thank you for bringing that.
0: You're welcome.
1: What and a shit week... sandwich. Oh, thank you. And next week we'll revert to form. It'll be back to me, back to another game. Who knows what it'll be? It certainly with Marathon
0: Probably a Sonic game.
1: It definitely
0: won't be. Can't help yourself.
1: Uh, anything else before we finish off there then no
0: Any you don't you normally ask me that do the do the
1: do the end that end bit that you do, do all right that. um social media join us facebook twitter instagram youtube like share subscribe rest on the ones. Oh, there we go i got into my, my groove then uh, if you could yeah. do all of the above we would appreciate it very very much thank you
0: thank you for sticking to the end and we'll see you again next week
1: bye bye